What's up, guys? It's Ben Wilson here, and I am so, so, so excited to talk about uh, this episode today. It's been something kind of gurgling in my soul that I just got to get out there. Uh, anyways, let's get right on into it. Welcome to Conversion Marketing Radio, uncovering the secrets of how to convert your dream clients into paying customers. If you're here to learn about maximizing conversions for your business without wasting money on vanity results, consider subscribing to this podcast. And now, here's your host, Ben Wilson. Okay, so today there is a post that came out from Fortune Magazine or Forbes. One of the two. Um, and it's an article about Kylie Jenner having a company that she's grown to be a $900 million company in only three years, and she's like 21 years old. Well, there's a couple flaws with this. And now, the first part is it states that she built the company herself, which is absolute and utter bullcrap. Like, she did not. <laughs> Sorry to burst anyone's bubble, but that is like... Oh my gosh, it kind of like irked me. Like I started commenting on the post. I was like, uh, no, Kylie Jenner is the face of a $900 million company. Like she did not build it and she definitely did not build it like with a lot of sweat equity. Now there's three ways in which you can really grow a business. It's either your time, your money, or your influence. Now most people only focus on the fact that you've got money or time, but there's been a lot of success that has happened out of influence. There's an influence marketers, there is a way in which you can do like affiliate marketing that comes out of that uh, that way. Um, bloggers make a huge killing off of this, like uh, people will start blogs and they just become like an influencer, they become like a tastemaker, someone that people can trust and rely on and they, they realize like uh, they're following is like the like a sub niche of a community, and they follow this person because that person has got an influence. Now, as a Jenner or a Kardashian, they've already got an influence. They've already got money and and uh, the fame and that comes with that, right? That's been around since O.J. Simpson's case. Then there was their father uh, with the sex change. They've got their own show. They've got. Uh, Kim Kardashian and her sex tape. There's so much already out there that's in the public's eye. And uh, you know what? It's a good thing that at least Kylie Jenner's fame is not connected or that it's it's fully based around, uh, let's say, like Kim's sex tape or being married to Kanye West. Not that, not that that's a problem in most cases. Now, um, the thing, though, is... Uh, or sorry, it's good that she's at least broadened into something positive that can be a good role model for other girls wanting to start a business because it's going to be, um, it's in, it's influential in a positive way. So I don't want to take that away from it because it's very influential that the female community can see that it's entrepreneurship is not just a man's game, right? And that it's very, very possible. But I also want to break it into the reality of like what that looks like. So in 2016, I started a company with my good friend, Dallas Porter, uh, and his friend, uh, Ty Odell. We started a company called uh, Trillify, which was based around influencer marketing. We had a person who was very famous on Vine when Vine was still around, rest in peace, <laughs> and Twitter as well. And she also had a pretty good presence on Instagram. Um, and I say a pretty good presence, and I mean like she's got like, a million plus followers uh, on each of those different platforms and then her engagement was really like super good um now what happened was she's she was like a high school girl she didn't really have much business backing um but she had become famous over a couple of vines and then that grew and eventually she ha had her own little way of uh 
making and editing videos that were kind of funny, especially to teenagers and teenage girls, like for that fact, because she she talked about like makeup and, uh, you know, how hard it was to put on makeup and go to school and like look attractive for boys and that kind of stuff. And it was like very relatable to her exact niche. Uh, and Ty had a connection to uh, the girl's father who wanted to create a way in which there could be uh, a way to monetize her fame, if that makes sense. Um, and so it was a great opportunity. What we did is we built Trillify to be a company in which we would take the influencers because uh, this girl had a lot of her friends were also people who were influencers and ha- and and had their own followings of anywhere from like 50,000 to, I think it was like 2.8 million was the one with the, with the highest. And she had all these friends, right? So the thing that was interesting was uh, we went and found products that looked similar to the kind of clothes or things that she would wear. So we just found products on like AliExpress and Alibaba, uh, things that look like a banana hat. And I know I've talked about that before and I've uh, you know, done a whole thing on on that. I didn't think this banana hat was going to sell and it like was the number one seller. And then there was uh, shirts with like 90s or, or sorry, 60s Volkswagen buses on it. And there was these like hipster glasses that look like they were straight out of like the hippie era and, and that kind of stuff. And it looked like clothes that this girl would wear. And all we did is we primed the market with, uh, with three tweets. So there was a tweet that came out that said, uh, like three weeks before we were launching the store that was like, Hey, I've got something big in the works for you guys. And, um, I just want to get uh, a feeler out from you. Um, on like what you hope to see from me. And that was basically like from us, and we just asked, had the girl go through and just tweet that, right? Like we wrote the actual tweet that we wanted her to place and she sent that out and that was it. That was literally it. She didn't have to think about it at all. Um, and there was all these uh, reposts and retweets and people that were commenting and they wanted to say like, we want to know like where you get your clothes from. We want to like dress like you and we want uh, to know like how you do your makeup and and more of this stuff. So it was a great ask campaign. So that was the first part. Then the, the second week before it was like, hey, next week I'm coming out with with a store and I, uh, I'm so excited for you guys to get it. So she was kind of priming it. This, that's a, like a, the second tweet, right? And then on the third tweet was the launch of it. So it wasn't even like a good launch campaign. It was just like, let's put this out there because she's got so many people. Well, we sold like $20,000 worth of products that just straight up came from AliExpress. We didn't touch the clothes. We didn't even ship them. We had a a program that was connected to our Shopify that would automatically uh, buy the products off of uh, AliExpress and input all the information that we needed. And it would send that information or send that product to that person inside of whatever packaging came from AliExpress. I mean, it was like bare bones to see if this whole thing would work. Now with three tweets, of a person who didn't set up the store, who didn't pick the products, who didn't uh, do a single thing, generated like $20,000 in, uh, it was like, I don't know, less than a week for sure. There was there was a ton of traffic. We had like 50,000 visitors. We had so many people sign up for the list. And it was really, really interesting on like this influencer marketing. Now with this Kylie Jenner thing that's going on, it made me reflect on that Trillify days. And I realized like, 
This girl didn't build a nine hundred million dollar company. She was our she was our influencer the same way, or she is the influencer to another company. And the other company is very smart on the way that they did this because all they needed this this uh, Kylie Jenner to do was to be the face of it. And for her to say, "Yeah, it's my company," she could probably own ninety nine percent of it, right? And they could be a clause in there inside the contract where she's only getting a very small percentage of the profit because there's all these other expenses that goes that needs to happen, right? There's the publicity team, there's a marketing team. There's like a manufacturing uh, division. There's like a whole uh, production uh, valuation right there. And there's the finance team. And there's there's so much that goes into it. Now, with her claiming to be it, it's it's great because it's so perfect for marketing. Like I'm not I'm not dogging on her for that type of uh, that type of opportunity because if I was born into a family that had a, a name behind it that could be uh, that was the reputation or whatever and had cameras in my face growing up my entire life and I had an opportunity to go, you know what, like I might as well just capitalize on this in some way or another outside of what's already happening and I didn't have to do a single freaking thing and make that kind of money and look at and like have that kind of influence and be that kind of representation and, uh, and an attractive character and a role model for all these other women. You better freaking believe I would do it, like, in a heartbeat. Like, there's no doubt in my mind. Like, I would absolutely take up an opportunity. So I'm not dogging on a person taking advantage of an opportunity. It's just simply the fact that uh, giving them the credit for a person who hasn't done anything in the business uh, and having the face all over uh, Forbes magazine, I was, like, a little peeved by it because people are giving all the credit. I'm like, oh, there is so much going on behind the scenes of what is actually making this happen. And... um, Anyways, it, it was it's such an interesting topic because do you give the person credit? Or do you not give the person credit? Um, it's it's uh, it's there's this fine line that I, I want to take it away from her and be like, no, you didn't build jack crap. And at the exact same time, I also understand like I'm really proud of the fact that you took advantage of an opportunity and, and you are doing something positive to create a better influence. And uh, and I don't exactly know where to stand on it because it's. It's a, it's a touchy subject in that case, but I really just want to hone in on the fact that uh, influencer marketing is such a key way to grow your business, right? If you are putting in all your time and you're putting in or you don't have the money or you do have money, just look at is there a way to, to find either affiliate marketers or influencer marketers who can push your product to their brand who represents a very like a, a minor part or a major part of your type of audience, right? If they've got a similar audience to what you're trying to attract and you get that person on on board, I mean, the, a, a Kardashian or Jenner name is just like it's one of the big bigger names that you could possibly have. And if she's claiming that it's it's her business, like you better believe the amount of influence that's coming from that is huge. Like Donald Trump, huge. Like it's massive of an opportunity to scale a business. The people that connected with Kylie on that are freaking geniuses to, to take advantage of that opportunity for that connection, right? Like just a very, very smart play. So that was something that I just wanted to leave with you guys today. My thoughts on uh, on on what that looks like because it's it is possible to do it. Uh, just also realize: Are you looking for fame, or are you looking for fortune, or uh, <laughs> or are you just looking to not even put in your time, or or what you can do to limit one of those. Uh, to limit your time or to limit your expenses by going and getting an influencer. Uh, so that's it for today, guys. That was my thoughts that I wanted to leave with you. Um, if you like today's episode and you have not yet subscribed, go ahead and 
and hit that button. Also, I would love to hear from you. You can chat uh, either on uh, convergentmarketingradio.com or you can hit me up on Facebook and, and like if you've... Uh, on Convergent Marketing Radio, or you can come join my group, Marketing Between the Lines, as I'm documenting my journey from zero to a million in under 12 months and like what it's taking to build a business from the ground up with sweat equity, sweat equity, and uh, and what that is doing uh, from this standpoint without the fame backing. So that's it for today, guys. Enjoy, and if you're driving, drive safe, keep on converting.